Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and Mum and I'm tripping over my words. Yes, you are. And I say these words all the time. It's because you're really excited because you're about to go on annual leave. Yes, I am. And it's the end of the week, but it's not the end of the Well, who knows when it is? Probably the beginning of the week or somewhere yeah. halfway through it because this is the delayed broadcast. You might have already left for annual leave. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, because you are going away. I am. I'm and having have you, annual leave, amazing, you amazing didn't holiday tell us coming about up. It. The Red Centre. Yeah. I'm going to the Red Centre. I told, I, you know, on the live show, because this is a delayed broadcast introduction, on the live show, I was like, tell us what you're going to do. And then I think we got distracted and we didn't actually we say did. We did. Dist- we, we got distracted in yeah. the live show about yeah. lots of things. It's entertaining radio, but uh, it took us a little while to get into the meat of things. Yes, in many uh, different segments. <laughs> anyway, you are listening to the delayed broadcast introduction, which means that this show was previously recorded maybe uh, on Mon- uh, Friday last week, uh, a couple of days ago. Who knows when... You will listen to it? Yeah, exactly. We recorded it on Friday. We definitely recorded it on yeah, Friday. Just <laughs> we know when we recorded it. <laughs> who knows when you're going to be listening to it. And uh, this is why our brains are turning into mush because it's the end of the week and we are good for bed um, already, even though it's like 10 o'clock on a Friday morning. <laughs> we are done and dusted. <laughs> we are so ready for the weekend. The life of a breakfast show host. If you would like to jump across the live show where we are undoubtedly a bit more awake <laughs> you could do so many ways. Download the TuneIn app. Uh, search for Faith FM Australia. Make us your favourites. Um, you can go on the website, faithfm.com.au, and press play on the live stream. Or, of course, you can give us a call here at the studio. Our number is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. And uh, tell us that you want it out in your area, and we'll work on getting the live show to you. Coming up in today's show, I'm going to be talking about one of the most egregious attacks on religious liberty in the Western world taking place place right now. Yeah, in Canada. No in less. Canada. Yeah, of all places. Um, you're going to be talking about... I power through three good news stories because they're also good. I didn't want to leave any of them behind before the weekend started. And yeah, it got a bit, it got a bit messed up towards the end because I was running out of time and I was trying to tell them all as fast as possible. We did get there in the end. I got them all out. But yeah, they're such good news stories. It's something really to brighten they will put a, They will put a smile on your face. Yes, and of course, indeed. we have an interview with Russell and Sylvia that we recorded up at Big Camp. And they work for Discovery Center, which I used to run back in the day. So that was a lot of fun. And then we have we have a, Bible, we have a really really good Bible study today. Yeah, I loved it. I wish yeah. you could have gone from the. I was of I was I was learning stuff today. It was yeah, amazing. Um, so all about culture and the family and uh, what it is that supersedes and transcends our culture and the gospel and what the gospel is. So stay anyway. tuned. Great show. Yeah. 
That was Christopher Tin uh, with Baba Yet to Hear On. Love that song. Faith FM, one of Mon's favourite songs. Yes. Time for a quiz, Mon. Yes, it is. It is indeed time for a quiz. It's up with a clue. It is a what book am I quiz this morning. And uh, I want to declare that this is probably about medium hard. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for you, Lyle, it's probably like just nothing. Uh, But for the rest of us, this is about medium hard. I'm going to start by giving you a quote. So what book am I? This is a quote. Break up your unplowed ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. Give me a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843, if you can tell me what book that is. And if you do, you'll win a prize. Okay. Now, the answer, 1-800-324-843, is the number No, you've skipped past this pretty quick. I guess that means you don't know what the answer is. I will give you double prizes. I got down to one or two books. I got down to one or two, but I'm not going to take a guess just yet. Yeah, whatever. Well, I have so much good news. I want to see if I can hammer out three stories today. Okay, Okay. go for it. Okay. Go hard. So, first of all, you know Fresno, that place in California that I keep going back to? Mm. It's not like it's a, you know it's a pretty big city, but there's nothing hugely interesting happening there. It's just that I have friends there that I keep visiting, right? Mm. Turns out Fresno made the news today. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's like the equivalent of of I guess curry curry making world news. Really, like it, it's the size no, no, of curry? No, 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 no. It's it's way bigger than curry curry, but in comparison to the other American cities, I'm saying like on a, on a, on a you know scale. So it's like Newcastle size. Yeah, yeah, it's like Newcastle size. But then if you think about all the other cities that that, new, that it's competing Yeah, yeah, there's some big, some big yeah. cities in California. Yeah, San yeah. Francisco, Los Angeles, yeah, San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah, it's huge. Like, yeah, so on a scale, it would be the equivalent to Curry Curry in Australia, although it is about the size of Newcastle okay. in reality. Okay. Uh-huh. Is it near the coast or is it in, inland? Uh, inland. Okay. Inland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this is what's happening, right? Uh, there's, uh, and funnily enough, there's a, a restaurant there that's made the news called the Curry Pizza Company. Not curry as in like curry curry here in New South Wales. By the way, when I say curry curry, I'm talking about a town in New South Wales. Just for those of you who are like, why is she talking about Indian food? <laughs> so curry curry is actually We like a town. our Indian food, believe <laughs> yeah, we me. Do. It's my favourite food it. ever. Yes, but curry curry is a town where incidentally I happen to live. Uh, so cu- the Curry Pizza Company, not related to curry curry, in the city of Fresno in California, is offering the talk-to-each-other discount to groups of four people or more. This is so cool, right? They're literally offering free pizzas in exchange for groups who give up their phones during a meal. You've got to be joking. Like, yeah. like There's a couple of restaurants who have been heading in this direction and doing different sort of, you know... Um, Rewards, but this place will literally give you an entire large pizza for free if uh, if they are willing to sub, um, relinquish their, their mobile phones and uh, and allow them to be stashed in a storage area for the duration of their visit. It's not even like just everyone stick your phone in the middle or everyone keep your phone in your pocket. It's like hand the thing over. Okay, you if don't I ever become if I ever become homeless again, what I'm going to do is go to uh, Fresno, uh-huh. find myself a. Phone that doesn't work, hand it in every time I go in there, free meal every day. Doesn't quite work like that, oh. but you've just reminded me to tell something else. So what they can do, what they do is they go in there, they order what they want to order, but not the pizza, right? And then they hand over their phones. And if they can successfully do it, then they can either take a large free pizza home. Oh, okay. Or get this, they can claim it on their next visit, or they can actually choose to donate that pizza to the homeless. 
because this restaurant also gives away free meals to the homeless every week. So the visitors can opt to donate their free pizza to that to that to the list of um of meals that go out to the hungry homeless. That is cool. That is very so cool. So as if you were and homeless, you would, Lyle, you wouldn't even have to do anything. You'd just no, turn up to where they have yeah, their soup absolutely. kitchen and just have the pizza that someone's donated. How cool is And that? I'm kind of thinking, you know, if I go to this restaurant and I hand over my phone and I get my free pizza, you'd feel like a kind of a uh, stingy person if you walked out with a pizza and didn't donate it to the homeless person, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah, this is absolutely. like the biggest guilt trip ever. I, I love it so much. <laughs> this, awesome. this guy's great. His name's uh, Verimda Mali. He's the owner of the restaurant. And uh, he said that he got the idea for the discount after he stopped using his own phone at home as a means of being a good role model to his kids. Okay. And yeah, and since launching the discount program last month, he said they've given away between 40 to 50 pizzas and he hopes that more people will use them up in the, in the, um, the discount in the feature. How good is that? That's, that is super I good. I want to see that happen everywhere. Lyle, do you know anything about blood types? What's, what blood type are you? Uh, red. Oh, ha ha. Well, no one ever expected that you were blue, trust me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> although you are Tasmanian. So we all know that there's... Well, it depends sometimes. No, I've only ever seen it come out red. Do, you don't know if you're A-B-O, none of that, O-negative. What, what are you talking about? Those are letters of the alphabet. Yeah, I'm O-negative, which is like the best blood you can be. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! I see yeah, how this goes. I see right how now. this goes. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you, so you know how like when people donate blood, right? Mm-hmm. You can't stick... Shell um, did yesterday, the day before. Good on day her. Before. Do you yeah. know what blood type Lyle is, Shell? No, she's shaking her head. No one knows what you... Let's cut him over and check out. It's red. Someone I, get a knife. <laughs> I can show you. I can prove no, 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 it to no, no, you no. because I have but scabs you, and my scabs are red you know how You know how you can't my knee stick every day. single different kind of blood in other people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know why that is? Because uh, they die. But do you know why? Um, because it's not a good idea. This is why, right? So three of the uh, the blood uh, blood types A, B, and AB carry different strains of antigens and antibodies on the surface of the blood cells, which provoke different immune responses. Ah, so your immune system kicks in and kills you. Yeah. So type A blood cells provoke immune responses against type B blood cells, and therefore you can't mix them, uh, like in operations and treatments, because the person will suffer dangerous autoimmune reaction. And then the reason why my blood is so good, O, is because um, it's considered the universal blood type because it only contains neutral antigens so they can safely interact with the antigens of other blood types. Okay, so you can you can donate your blood to anyone. L- like literally the blood bank calls me up non-stop for my blood because Australia is having a crisis. We are running low. Yeah, they called Shell the other day. Yeah, and so if you're O, they like stay on your case to keep coming in. And I do love coming in and, and it really upset me that I couldn't come in because I went anemic as a result of my trip to Africa. You're back on top of that though. Uh, yeah, but they they give you a long time to recover because if you're anemic and you've just recovered and then they start taking your blood out, you sort of go back to square one. Well, you anyway, should go and donate blood. That way you can. They're not going to call me until October, they said, which is almost a whole year. So it's pretty sad. Oh, wow. But this is not the point. The point is, this is so cool. They've just done a groundbreaking new study from the University of British Columbia where they've managed to identify a bacterial enzyme that could neutralize antigens and render the immune responses harmless, which basically means that blood types may soon be indifferent as scientists can just use uh, actually gut bacteria to make all blood types universal blood types. That would be so amazing. Isn't that incredible? They're just gonna, like, everyone's going to be able to interact with everyone else. Uh, so this is actually uh, the bacteria is actually inside our own gut microbiome. 
We've been talking about gut microbiome for a while now on our show. We've had different people come on and, and tell us about ecosystem living inside of exactly. you. Exactly. Um, so you mix the bacteria with type A, uh, and then you it strips their aggressive antigens and turns it into a, a harmless little universal type O blood sample. Isn't that amazing? Mm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this is going to make blood transfusions just absolutely so much easier to do. It's got a, it's you know blood transfusion is an indispensable part of our healthcare system. Like we. By the way, if you're listening to this. This this science hasn't reached Australia yet, unfortunately, and it's, it's still only in our, in research stages at the moment because you really don't want this to go wrong. So we actually do need a lot more blood. So please get down to your local blood bank and uh, donate, donate ASAP, and um, yeah, there'll be you'll feel really good afterwards. I know that it sucks that you know you're gonna have needles up your arm and stuff, but other than that. Uh, it is a wonderful thing to do, and you do feel great afterwards. Lyle, I've got one and a half minutes. Yes, I'm going to tell this last story. Have you heard of the uh, English um, music band Radiohead? Nope. Neither have I. Actually, no, I've heard of them, but I don't, I don't know their music. But uh, this is really great. So they're, they're famous. They've been famous for a long time. Um, they're quite legendary, apparently. And uh, <laughs> someone hacked their music, right, and stole... 18 hours of unreleased content from their <coughs> musical archives and then held them to ransom. They said they want $150,000 in ransom money for the return of the music. You know what the band did? What? They were like, nah. And so rather than like give in to this hacker, they actually published all their music, all this, this 18 hours of music content. And it's just like, you know, um, just them doing experimental tracks and potential songs and things, <laughs> things <laughs> they, they called might. This guy's bluffed, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely called it. Bluff. And then sold it for 18 bucks a pop. And, uh, and then all the, all the proceeds went to, uh, went to charity. So they didn't even, they didn't make a cent out of it. Cause, like, I mean, they're already filthy rich from all that previous albums. So they just gave it away for free, basically. So you can't hold us for ransom if we just give it out for free. Well anyway. done. That's awesome. So they donated to Extinction Rebellion, which is uh, an organization that's working against um, all the uh, uh, plants and animals that are going extinct. sun goes down and the moon cries out its love for you The world confides in the love that hides between the two And I know I'm not afraid to call this home And I know that you aren't too And you Fall down in the light, in the blinding light, and you, your crown, win the fight, win the fight. From the fire they're leading themselves into A world apart There's a new restart If you'd simply choose And I know 
I'm going to a better place And I hope that you are too And you fall down in the lights In the blinding lights And you, your crown Win the fight, win the fight Don't be heeding these lies Proceeding through every direction you're leading It's you who knows the truth and the meaning of life So we're protected and leading Don't be heeding these lies Proceeding through every direction you're leading It's you who knows the truth and the meaning of life So we're protected and leading It's Matthew Cole with you and your crown here on Faith FM. And we have another clue coming up for our quiz. What have you got for us there, Mon? Okay. So this is the What Book Am I quiz that we are doing this morning. And the second clue is this. The word of the Lord came to my author during the reigns of Zaya, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. Hmm, interesting collection of names there. Lyle is writing down the incorrect answer, which can only mean that you can get two prizes if you can call me. What do you mean that's incorrect? That is not the correct answer, Lyle Southwell. Give me a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843, or you can text your answers, 0491-064-669. The reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. We're all raining. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of raining, the look of uh-huh. confusion rains upon your face. Okie dokie. So coming up in more serious news, um, we have a story coming out of Quebec where today they are debating um, Bill 21. Okay. So Quebec in Canada, of course, a state in Canada, is debating Bill 21. I'm not quite sure whether they've only ever had 21 bills in the history of Quebec. I was just wondering that myself. I'm like, That's not a lot of bills. Yes. Anyway, Bill Bill 21 is a pretty serious bill. It is a ban on anyone in working in the public sector, so public sector workers, from wearing any kind of religious symbolism. Oh, yes. I remember this. So if you are a Muslim, then you are banned from wearing the hijab, the burger, the niqab, etc. If you're a Sikh, you're banned from wearing a turban. If you're a Jew, you're banned from wearing a kippah or a star of David. If you're a Christian, you're banned from wearing a cross. And the list goes on and on. If you're a Buddhist, you're banned from you know all those uh, little Buddhist symbols. I'm not quite sure what they're all called, um, etc. So does that mean people who wear crucifixes, like little crosses, you know, around the necklaces or on you know earrings? Yes. Because that's that's really They're quite absolutely banned. Crucifixes has sort of become more fashion than actual religious. Well, there's symbols. a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of uh, religious symbols that have become fashion, particularly 
the, the cross is one of them, but there are a whole bunch of Buddhist ones as well. Oh, yes, that's true. Yes. That uh, you wouldn't even With recognize it as being a, yeah. a religious symbol. It's just a pretty looking, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, artistic device and it's now banned. So um, how there's got to be an ulterior motive here. Okay, so it goes a little bit further than that because that's the start of the legislation. The next part of the legislation, so that, that means if you're working anywhere in the public sector, so if, you work, if you're a public school teacher, if you are working in an office somewhere that is part of the government, if you are driving a bus, anything like that. Well, police. Okay. Police, yeah, okay. all that kind of thing. Okay, you're also banned from wearing any of this kind of symbolism if you are receiving services from the public sector. What? Yeah, I'm serious. So maybe okay, you can't so get inclu- on the bus. That includes transit, so you can't get on the bus, you can't get on the train. Wow. Uh, it includes doctors, dentists, uh, daycare, uh, schools, uh, education. That's pretty full on. So basically you can get the services. Um, basically, the only place you can wear your religious garb is at home. At home or at a place of worship. So basically what the legislation is pushing for is that we don't mind you being religious so long as nobody else knows. Wow. That's really going to be able to identify people who are religious now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Do you think this is a good thing? And so the, the governing coalition is uh, trying to... I think, it's a, I think it's absolutely horrific. Oh, really? Yes. How can it be that bad? Because it's an attack on religious liberty. And as soon as you attack religious liberty, then you've, you, you, your freedom goes out the window, people are suppressed, you're going to have lots of people, and this is going to be particularly oppressive for women. Really? Why? Men don't wear as much jewellery to begin with, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and, you know, it's, 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 it's very common for a woman to wear a cross or to wear a, a Buddhist symbol or something like that. Um, is this going to... And also you've got all of your Muslim women where it's actually part of their religion... You know, their religious practice is that they can't go out in public without wearing some kind of head covering. That's their religious practice. So they can no longer practice their religion uh, in this particular state in Canada while ever they're receiving public services. And so that then um, removes their right to health care. It removes their right to education. Um, you know, and. How is this going to affect, like, priests and nuns who have, like, you know, it's almost like a uniform? It won't. How, how well, is it that will. Fair? No, it will because they can't catch public transport anymore. But wouldn't that be in a different category? Because for them, it's like a uniform as opposed to. There aren't to... exemptions in this. Really? There are no exemptions. So nuns are no longer allowed to wear their habits in their little head things. Yeah, and... provide, provided you, you, can, you can wear all of this stuff, provided you avoid all kinds of public services. Wow. So that's going to be incredibly oppressive on women. And oppressive on people of faith in general. What do you think is the real motive here? Okay, so the the stated motive is to protect the secularity of the government. And I believe in secular government. I passionately believe in secular government. We should have a secular government uh, because the moment you have a religious government, you have religious persecution. Okay. So you should have a secular government that protects religious freedom. Um, so they're trying to p- protect the secularity of the government, but this is doing nothing to protect the secularity of the government. And they're trying to promote equality. Okay, so their idea is that if 
nobody wears anything religious, nobody wears any religious symbolism, then everybody is equal. That doesn't make everybody equal. Nobody's equal. No one's going to get offended. Yeah, no. (laughs) Don't even get me started. Seriously. Basically, what it does is it legalizes religious discrimination. And uh, the Canadian Prime Minister, to his credit, as liberal as he is, described the uh, bill as being unthinkable. So why did it get through then? Hasn't got through. They're debating it today. Or they're debating it today. But the governing coalition is trying to pass it, and they want to pass it today, and they want to pass it to put together, to put to, to rest a debate that has been taking place in the state of Quebec for the last 10 years. And they're like, this will be the end of it. We just get this passed and it'll be the end of debate. We can all move on from here. Because I've been debating over head coverings and, you know, all of this kind of thing. And uh, since since the debate really started to heat up, uh, let me see here. I wrote this down. I mean, um, I was- in 2012, hate crimes against Muslims have gone up by 253%. And since this particular bill was introduced, it has escalated to un measurable proportions. That's tragic. So what it's doing, you know, they're trying to protect secularity and promote equality. And and what it's doing is it is declaring open season on people of faith. Because it's basically saying that they're wrong and they're weird. It's like pointing a finger at them. Yeah. And really what this comes down to, and you can see why it's taking place in a French state, uh, because it really is a uh, in the tradition of the French, very strongly in the tradition of the French Revolution. Uh, the French Revolution was an establishment of illiberal democracy, which, um, just to, to summarize the difference between the two, illiberal democracy is where you place um, equality over freedom. And so you had the two big revolutions. You had your French Revolution and your American Revolution. The French Revolution established illiberal democracy of equality over freedom, and the American Revolution established the... Uh, liberal democracy of freedom over equality. And so, of course, growing out of your French Revolution, you've got all of your uh, communist countries and, you know, where everything had to be evened out, you know, complete leveling of society, all of this kind of thing um, by law. And so it becomes very illiberal. Um, and really, that's what they're trying to establish there in Quebec. Oh, you think it's very, so? Very French. Oh, absolutely. Very much so. Um, and But, you know, name for me someone who wants to live under an illiberal democracy. You know, those, those people just don't exist. Yeah, no. It's interesting to see the people groups that have actually been supporting the legislation. So French-speaking older people support it. English-speaking and or younger people don't support it. Do you think they support it because they think it's going to be a step forward in making the country safer? Because, you know, there's no head coverings. You can see the terrorists coming, which is stupid because... How is a head covering going to prevent someone if they have any malicious intent? Yeah, this is Canada. Yeah. You know, let me remind you, this is Canada, where it's mm-hmm. a cold country. If you want to hide a bomb under your uh, under your clothing, you know, everybody in Canada wears like massive coats all the time. Yeah. You know, or like three quarters of the year because it's freezing cold. Um, you know, it's going to do absolutely nothing for security and safety, except that if you were wa- if you really were worried about security, now you don't know who the Muslims are. Yes. <laughs> That's true. You know, I mean, this is this is laughably ridiculous, and it is a massive attack on religious liberty in Canada. So we need to be praying for Canada and particularly the state of Quebec today. Lots more we could talk about this story, but we are out of time. This is Anders Svensson with a blind man. You're listening to Faith FM.
had here for years now Begging every night and day See, I was born blind I've never seen the sun I wonder what it's like to see To see the world around me I bet it's so bright Even when it's night Singing next to me, she sang of Jesus' name and how he came to save. And my old friend came running by. I heard him laugh instead of crying. He spoke of Jesus' name. He's now no longer lame. A man stood down and made some clay He walked to me then gently touched my eyes I rubbed my eyes and I saw the light I saw the light and it was so bright I saw the face of the one who healed my eyes
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88 right across Australia. And joining us in the studio this morning is Russell and Sylvia. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Now, I need to give a bit of an introduction here. So, Russell and Sylvia work for the Adventist Media Network. And they kind of used to work for me a long time ago, back in the day. (laughs) Back in the day. Russell sort of volunteered there a little bit at the time. And. Sylvia and I had lots of fun creating all kinds of havoc. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and I assume, Sylvia, you're still you know, creating the same kind yeah, of that's havoc? True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I that's try. Right. With Russell, we're very, we're very <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. successful, actually. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so um, Sylvia has a multitude of different roles. When she was working for me, she only had one. Now she's got a multitude of different roles. That's because she is an incredibly capable person. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad to hear about that. And uh, Russell um, works with the Discovery Center. Okay, so here on Faith FM, uh, we regularly plug the Discovery Center and talk about the different courses that are available that you can do there for Bible studies. So, Russell, we're super glad to have you here as a part of the show today. What are some of the courses that, uh, or even categories of courses that you have available? Well, thanks for having us on the line. Um, yeah, some of the courses we have are on on Bible and prophecy. We have help, self-help courses on um, lifestyle courses as well, relationship courses. Yeah, so those are this kind of the broad spectrum of courses that we have. Do you have anything for children? Oh, yes, we do have. Yes, you know that. <laughs> See, I know, yeah. I know all the questions to ask you because I used to run the Discovery Center back yeah, in the day. Yeah, we do. Um, how many did you have there? I think there was 17 when 17, I was... 17, yeah. I, and 17 courses. No, we have a couple more oh. coming up as well. One... On the brain coming soon. Mm-hmm. Cool. That uh, Wayne's been working on. So yeah. Yep. Uh, Fantastic. And Wayne has promised me that as soon as it's ready to launch, he's going to come here on Faith FM and tell me all about it. Good. Looking so uh, yeah, super looking forward to um, to what happens there. Now, Sylvia, I do need to mention that in relationship to Sylvia because I was just interviewing somebody just before you were on the show mm-hmm. who is a huge fan of Queen Elizabeth. Oh, right. Now, I understand you <laughs> met Queen Elizabeth last year. Is that right? The year before, actually. The year before? Yes. Um, time goes fast. How yes. does time go that quickly? We were chosen to attend um, a royal garden party at Buckingham Palace. So that was very, very special. I couldn't um, imagine anybody more um, suitable to be chosen to be a part of that garden party. <laughs> well, we did dress to the nines. Hubby even brought a new suit. <laughs> I don't think he's done that since our wedding. So, yeah, anyway. Um, no, it was a very special event. Um, she, the Queen holds three garden parties in May at Buckingham Palace, and there's about 8,000 people attend each one. And you oh, wow. have to have done something very special to attend. Now, I have to put a, like a caveat on this. We didn't do anything special. We applied. Um, there was a, a ballot, and we applied, and we were just lucky to be chosen. So oh. we felt very fortunate. Um, so we dressed to the nines and arrived at Buckingham Palace and showed all our credentials, as you do. Um, and once we got inside, um, we were just walking around and enjoying the beautiful atmosphere of the gardens at Buckingham Palace, have afternoon tea. And I just happened to talk to one of the um, gentleman ushers that was there, and I just we started chatting about what an amazing job he had, and we got... T- talking and I think you must have noticed I was actually wearing my Duke of Edinburgh gold award on my little jacket Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, and he asked me if I would like to meet a member of the royal family and I thought well yes that would be lovely (laughs) and he said who would you like to meet and I said well possibly the Duke of I didn't want to go too high 
You should have so, just gone to the stars. You should have gone to the stars. So I said, um, the Duke of Edinburgh, if that's, I want to thank him for what he's done in the Duke of Edinburgh scheme and, and how that has helped so many young people yes. to get a focus for life and, you know, um, a sense of well-being of, in, for themselves. Um, and he just looked at me and said, well, I'm sorry, I can't do the Duke of Edinburgh, but would you like to meet the Queen? So we were um, one of 35 people that actually were presented to Her Majesty and we spoke to her for about three minutes. Um, it was amazing. It was just like talking to a beautiful granny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what she is. That's she what is. It was, it was a very special. And she was really interested, which we thought was amazing. She was interested to know where we came from and what we did. And she noticed my Duke of Edinburgh badge. And she was telling us how the Prince Philip, she actually called him, um, how he um, was just surprised how that the Duke of Edinburgh scheme had taken off in the first place. And he had a lot of investitures he had to do. There was a big backlog. There you go. (laughs) There you go. And uh, she wanted to know what you did, so you talked about working for... uh a little bit, yes. Amos Media Network. Yes, so Amos Media Network bit. profile there. In, yes. uh, in, and John uh, also in, mentioned um, that he works for Food Bucking for Life. Okay. Um, for, um, yes, in, uh, in the island. So it was, it was a very special time. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so all of these different things that you do at the Media Network, mm-hmm. um, you work in media response, which means that anybody who contacts um, AMN from as a result of the media productions that the Media mm-hmm. Network creates. Yeah, we have a, a 1300 number that people can ring up and leave messages, and my job is to answer those the best that I can and send them whatever they require. So just basically. like we have here at Faith FM where we do free giveaways Mm-hmm. Um, as a part of our radio program, the TV programs mm-hmm. that you're producing, lots of free giveaways there, that kind of thing. Yep. So, and um, also they they are also requesting courses, which how that marries up with what with what Russell is doing, with what Russell is doing, and they they do continue. I send out the initial um, response to whatever it is they want, and then Russell and um, others in the Discovery Centre take that over, and then they actually build the res- relationship with them. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So when you listen to Faith FM and you hear me talk about all the different courses that are available at the Discovery Centre and you give us a call here and we refer you on to the media network you will probably talk to Sylvia um, (laughs) or get a response from Sylvia who will then pass you on to Russell. And so Russell you take charge of uh, running all the courses, you're uh, marking them, communicating with people, writing letters um, helping them through their um, the programs that they're, they're doing. Yeah, Sharon does a great job there as well, mm-hmm. and she's the one in charge of us, making sure we're in line. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and we yeah we do that. We interact with the with the students there. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. There are lots of prisoners as well that mm, we interact. The prison with. ministry is yeah, amazing. you've got a huge prison ministry happening there. Yeah, it's um, all, all all different states and. Um, Especially one person I'd like to that pops in mind. Please tell us some stories. Tell us some stories. Yeah, one of the stories I guess is uh, is uh, I'm trying not to take his real name. Uh, see, I'll call him Tim Wilkins. Um, yeah, he's he's such a soldier. Like he he's the one who who has been giving us so many more um, students that would like to study in so many different categories in in relationships and in, in str- struggling with addictions, just wanting to know more more about the Bible, about prayer about prophecy so yeah he's been such a such a blessing to us he's been he's been blessed himself and has helped mm. and has helped others in 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 turn it's, it's been mm. such a I, I can't can't say more about mm. him yeah it's been a couple of hundred isn't there that he has yeah easily yeah easily that he would that he's encouraged that he's actually courses. personally signed up to yeah. do yes. courses yeah. he talks, really that's amazing he it talks is. to them about it he tells them how good he how how, mm. how he's found it how good it's been for him 
And then he signs them up And he mm. just keeps asking For more material for them More catalogs to give to them Just mm. letterbox cards Other things Yeah He sits out in the I don't know what they call The area outside But he'll sit out there With a friend And some of the other prisoners Will walk by and say, What are you doing? Well, well what's this? You know So he's able to share that way And that's how they he's got Many others They have a Bible study Yeah They have uh, a Bible study awesome. In the prison Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah That's fantastic um, How many courses Has he done himself? He's done all the ones oh, He's done all 17 <laughs> of them All of them <laughs> oh, Not the kids ones But yeah. Yeah, yeah Someone needs to write A new course I think course if we offered them He would yeah. probably do the Yeah why not? So star yeah. student right there. Mm. And, of course, uh, if you're listening today and you'd like to do my course, which is called The Prophetic Code, then, uh, yeah, get in contact with us here. 1-800-324-843 is the number. And we will put you in contact with Sylvia, who will put you in contact with Russell, and you will be up and running. There you go. That's how it all Sounds happens. Good. Fantastic. Um, do you have some other stories there? I see you've got a, taken a, a, a few notes um, that, uh, yeah, a few things written down here on piece of paper. Um. <laughs> well, I can I can tell you I also look after um, some of the signs of the Times, which is a magazine that we have that is published from the, the yes. Adventist Media. And once a month, we have Kent Kingston mm. to come on here and tell us all right. about his signs. Okay. Yes. Well, this is a response that we received from um, there's a little um, ca- uh, what do you call them? little. Um, return slips that you can cut out of the signs of the times and I got one one day from a lady the actual slip she said she found it in a phone box and the actual slip had been ripped out so oh, she, had, only, she only had the. She didn't have the magazine. She, no. the, the, um, there was a page from. Well, there was a few pages from the magazine still in the phone box. Strangely enough, but the actual return slip was missing. But there was an address further up. So she had written a letter to us saying, "I want this course, but I don't know if this is going to the right place because the return, the little return slip, was missing." So um, it was a, an unusual looking little. So you probably um, got you probably got two different people out of this one out of this page. One, yes. Somebody sent the return slip through, and somebody yes. got the torn off piece and still found the address. Yes. So it was. It's when you when you um, receive something like that, someone is so keen to learn. Yeah. Um, about the gospel, it's really heartwarming. Definitely mm. a divine appointment, right there. I've, yes, <laughs> uh, not heard of one that has ever taken place quite like that before. Now, tell us, Sylvia, you um, you work with Science Magazine. Tell us about Mums at the Table. You have something to do with Mums at the Table. I do. I look after the subscription database. Um, okay, so first we, of all, what is Mums at the Table? Mums at the Table is a magazine that um, we produce that is aimed at young mums. Okay. Um, and even sli- uh, slightly older mums as well. Um, you know, even mums of teenage children. So oh, okay. We, yeah, we have articles that cover um, all sorts of issues that mums face. And dads too, but it really is aimed at mums. Okay. Um, and I'm feeling left out, Sylvia. Uh, I'm just devastated. Oh, you'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I used to have to put up with when Sylvia was working for me. I was like, Sylvia, we need to do this and that and the other. And he was like, yeah, you'll survive. <laughs> Such insubordination. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's um, it has recipes. Um, there's even exercises in there. Um, uh, things to do with kids on wet days. Um, things you, Recipes you can make. Make with your children, not just for, for mums to make. Lots of articles that are really hitting on um, the problems that mums can face, and also happy things that mum, other mums want to share. And it's also online, and it's also on um, Channel Seven Two on a Sunday morning. So, 
Um, it's really heartwarming to hear the letters, to read the letters that come back with people requesting subscriptions. Okay, so, so Channel 7-2, that's actually the uh, TV ver- that's version. That's a commercial TV That's a commercial TV v- yep. version of the magazine. Um, well, it's the actual program that yep. we produce at Adventist Media in our studio. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, but you can get e-news if you don't actually want to fell any more trees and, and don't want to get the physical magazine. We can send you um, the e-news. So if you want to request that, um, you can also get in touch with Adventist Media and we can arrange for that to happen. And you do that through hopechannel.com? Um, we do have mums at the table um, email address and it's, my mind's just gone completely blank. Yeah, but the, the easy one is if you just go to Hope. Hope yeah, channel. you can just go to hopechannel.com. And, um, is it yeah. .com or .com.au? Just .com. 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 Okay, so yep. go to hopechannel.com, and there you can find out about Mums at the Table. You can find out about uh, Science Magazine. You can find out about the Discovery Centre, all mm-hmm. the different courses. Um, you can find out about uh, yeah other Hope Channel content. You can yep. watch Hope Channel you content can. there. Yes. So if you're not watching mm-hmm. Channel 7 to watch the actual show, you can... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, watch it online. Well, we are also having It Is Written International will actually be screened on, on Hope Channel, um, oh, sorry, on commercial TV very shortly. That's all been signed and sealed. So Fantastic. hopefully early May. And that will be with John Bradshaw? That will be, yes. So awesome. that'll that'll probably come on 7-2 around the same time as the table. It's early in the morning, so we're talking about five thirty six o'clock. And the cool thing so, I like about uh, It Is Written International is that back in the past that meant that you either had an American or a Canadian speaker. Now you have yeah. a Kiwi who yes. sounds like an Aussie. Yes. Always give yeah. John Bradshaw a hard time because, like John, you just sound like an Australian. Yeah. What's what's up with that? Where is your Kiwi accent? You know. Bring so we will have free offers with that, Lyle. Yep. So um, if anybody is interested in watching that on TV, just um, ring uh, ring the number on the screen, and someone will answer that. We're actually having people who will be actually doing. That. It won't be a message. So you bank. are about to become incredibly busy then. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Even which more means, so. Which means that Russell will also be coming incredibly busy. We hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be wonderful. No, definitely because um, John Bradshaw is an amazing speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had him here several times, of course, on Faith FM Radio, and doing his his presentations, and yeah, just yeah, really sensational mm. material. Um, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah, really excited to hear, hear about that coming up. Mm-hmm. Some uh, um, incredible things that you've got coming up there. All right, so um, what have we not talked about? I'm just looking through my list here. Russell, what have you got there on your piece of paper? Oh, no, nothing much, but I'd like <laughs> to say. This is, this is super polite, Russell. The one thing <laughs> no. you always learn about Russell is that he is um, <coughs> always too polite. Holy stupid. No, nothing oh. much here and something big will come out. Okay, what have you got? No, uh, just... Um, you we could you could also do the courses online at mm. hopechannel.com. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah, and you can even download our lessons from there for free, mm-hmm. and you can use it. You can share it with people in your study groups and things like that. So different kinds of things. Uh, that and I imagine there'd be a resources. whole bunch of uh, small groups and so forth around the country that um, mm. would be uh, keen to get access to those resources. Those resources, yeah. They are excellent for wh- whoever your local small group Bible study is. Oh yeah, and then a new course, for example, that's come out is Forgive to Live. You may have heard of yeah. the. Yeah, we 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 oh, had Wayne come on the on the show to tell us all about well, forgive to live. No, yeah, oh, right. so That's a really well. really powerful, yeah. um, having a massive impact. Everybody who's done yeah. that, yeah. it's had a huge impact. Yeah, definitely. Mm, fantastic. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us here today from well, the Adventist Media Network. Um, right now, we're going to move on to this song. After that, we'll back we'll be back with the eight o'clock news, followed by Encounter with God. You're listening to Faith FM.
trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more and the morning breaks eternal bright and fair when the Savior shall gather over on the other shore and the roll is called up yonder I'll be there when the roll roll is called up yonder I'll be there when the roll is called up yonder I'll be there when the called up yonder when the roll is called up yonder I'll be there on that bright and cloudless morning when the dead in Christ shall rise and the glory of his resurrection share when his chosen ones should gather to their home beyond the skies and the roll is called up yonder I'll be there when the roll called up yonder I'll be there when the roll when the roll is called up yonder I'll be there when the roll when the roll is called up yonder when the roll is called up yonder I'll be there to Faith FM, Positively Different Radio. Hi, my name is Pastor BJ, and I'd like to invite you to join us at Bunbury Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are a vibrant church community that meets every Sabbath at 9.30am for Bible study, followed by a worship service at 11am. There are a number of groups that meet throughout the week where we eat, share, and study the Bible together, including groups for families and young people. For more information, please contact me on 0422-896-553. That's 0422-896-553. Are you constantly amazed by the wonders of creation? Do you find the science behind all living things fascinating? Then you need to be at the 2019 Faith and Science Conference. 13 top-level scientists and professors from around the world will be presenting on the most astounding discoveries, completely refuting the theory of evolution. July 16 to 19 at Avondale College in Coorenbong, New South Wales. For details, call us now on 1-800-324-843.
Please change. 